This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Let's do something different here. Let's bring in our man Scott Gobranson, Silver and Black, today. We're going to talk Raiders. Let's talk football here for a minute, Scott. Football? Obviously, yeah. What, what? It's, it's, not, it's not golf season? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. the, the, the AFC got a bit of a shakeup last night with the Aaron Rodgers injury as uh, Scott just looked at me like I told him the sky was blue. <laughs> <laughs> what what impact do you think that that has? I'm curious on all the conversations we've been having today and what you think on this. What impact do you think that has on the Jets, on the AFC, and and, and things moving forward? Well, it, it it's certainly massive impact on the AFC East, right? The Jets, I mean, look, Jets fans, I mean, Raider fans think they have it bad, but uh, talk to a Jets fan mm. uh, who for years and years and years, and what's crazy about this, I don't know if you guys saw this, but uh, 1999, September 12th, right? Yesterday was September 12th. Did you talk about this? No. Vinny Testaverde uh, yesterday is was the quarterback 11. of the Jets, blows out his left Achilles tendon. Oh, yeah. Same that. day, 19. And that's arguably Damn. the last time the Jets felt good about their chances. And so oh. just crazy how that happened. But, yeah, it, it definitely messes with the AFC East. And then you saw, I mean, if you go back into late last year, and Josh Allen with turnovers, right? So the Bills, everybody thought the Bills, and I just heard the tail end of your conversation about quarterbacks. Everybody loves Josh Allen, of course, Mountain West Conference kid out of Wyoming, the whole deal. But, man, he's had some trouble recently. And, of course, the Raiders are going there this weekend. But I think that AFC East, um, it could go any way. And you look what Tua did with the Dolphins against the Chargers. So it it definitely shakes it up, but also shakes up the media business. I don't know if you guys talked about that. The Jets are on five primetime games. Mm. Does anybody care now? I Zach mean, right, Wilson time, baby. <laughs> primetime Zach Wilson. I'm all for it. Zach Wilson and his mom and his mom's friends. Yeah, I know. Sir. But it's Sir. <laughs> Downtown Scott talking that talk. <laughs> Hey, but but you're right. I mean, it it listen. Anytime you lose star power like that, right? Some people people were either rooting for Aaron Rodgers or they were rooting against him. Either way, you watch. Yeah. Okay. So it definitely messes up that side of things. Of course, the AFC stacked. When you get across the board, you get into the north, you get into the west, you get in the south. Not so much, but there's there's a lot of good teams out there. It's definitely the better conference. So I think overall, it changes it a little bit because the Jets suddenly kind of dip out of it. I think unless. Unless Zach Wilson comes out of nowhere and has a great season, which I'm not someone who would go lay well, money down there. Well, you know what, Scott? One of the things about that is he may not have to come in and have a great season That's because it. that yep. defense Good looks point. like it may yep. be a top five defense in this league. They are legit on the defensive yeah. end. And, you know, I, I don't necessarily believe in Zach Wilson, but they were one game away from making the playoffs last year. And I was telling these guys, you know, maybe, you know, the – Four months in a quarterback room with Aaron Rodgers, he was able to learn some things and see some things different. And not that he's going to become this great quarterback, but maybe that's enough. What he learned and what he's able to uh, apply may be enough 
to get them over the hump with the type of defense that they have to get into the playoffs or, you know, get into the last three, four weeks of the season in contention and take it from there. Right. And and to your point about their defense in New York, I mean, you think back for, for those of us with some gray hair in our beard, you go back to Trent Dilfer when he won a Super Bowl, right? He was a guy who managed the game, didn't turn the ball over a ton and had a great defense and they were able to win a Super Bowl. So, so yeah, I, I think you're right there, Casey. I think you, you, you can't count out the Jets. We'll have to see how, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, which has been an issue with Zach Wilson. Yeah. But if he doesn't turn the ball over and he has matured and he's learned from having that guy in the room, then yeah, they could surprise us, but clearly they're deflated. It lo- anytime you lose a teammate like yeah. that, I mean, somebody coming in and all the hype around Aaron Rodgers, and I'm sure the impact he had in the locker room was massive. Mm-hmm. And so when you lose that, it's always a tough thing. You're listening to D'Lo and KC on KIFM West Sacramento, 98.5 FM, KRX, QHD2, Sacramento, ESPN, 1320, always live on the free Odyssey app. But official welcome in for our man Scott Cobranson, silver and black today. All right, Scott, let's shift gears from the Jets and the Bills and Vinny Testaverde, quarterbacks, and Zach Wilson uh, to talk about uh, the Raiders, the 1-0, and the AFC West leading uh, Las Vegas Raiders. And actually, let's let's keep the conversation going. Let's stick with quarterbacks here uh, for a minute. The Jimmy G experience, Raider Nation got all of it this past weekend. They did. And you know what? I mean, outside of the one pass he had in the end zone that was picked off, it was ill-advised, and, and he admitted that. But outside of that, what did he do? He um, he just won. <laughs> he won. He used his legs when he had to. Of course, he's not the most fleet of foot, especially with the injuries he's had in the past. But boy, I'll tell you what, I think Raider fans saw a little bit difference. And again, you know, you go, the Derek Carr thing's going to come up all year. So I'll just bring it up. Derek Carr went to New Orleans and won a game there too. So good for him. And then Jimmy G wins in his debut. But you saw the differences in the quarterback and the comfort level in that offensive system for Jimmy Garoppolo, having been familiar with it and also being the type of quarterback who goes out and executes what he's supposed to execute. He's not a guy who's going to freelance a lot. And that's exactly what Josh McDaniels needs is a quarterback who's going to go out and do within the guardrails what he wants him to do. And so he did and he executed. And not only that, but towards the end of the game, made some big plays, especially running for that eight-yard first down to seal the game was a huge play for him. A great, great, great block by Josh Jacobs on that play, by the way, that freed him up. So so I think people saw what Jimmy Garoppolo does and, and how he wins. It's not sexy. It's not stat-filled but it's efficient uh, and most of the time takes care of the ball. So I think that the uh, Raider fans were pleasantly surprised by that and uh, it bodes well for them, but now they got to go to Buffalo. So it's a whole, whole different week and you don't crown a Super Bowl champion or even a playoff team in one week. Do you, it, people talked a lot about that, um, that third down play, uh, that run for the first down that sealed it. Then a lot of Raider fans that watch the show that uh, are in the, in the chat right now, they said in unison, pretty much like, Derek Carr doesn't make that play. He's going to sit back and try and make that pass instead of doing what needs to be done in that particular situation to get the first down. Do you uh, do you agree with that? Like, do you think Derek runs for that first down in that situation? Uh, no, and I think that's that's what we're talking about. Now he might have found an open receiver and and gotten the first down on a pass, a lot riskier and more difficult in that case because there was good coverage by Denver. So I think you look at that and and watching. You know, it was it was interesting 
uh, uh, watching both games at the same time, why or watching the Saints and watching what Derek Carr did and being familiar, covering him for seven years and knowing his tendencies and what he does versus what Jimmy Garoppolo does. And it is different. And again, it just fits really well in that system. And yeah, Derek Carr would often get nervous in the pocket. He's still at nine at eight years in the league was like that. It's, it's just who he is. He's got talents. Jimmy G- Garoppolo doesn't have too, as far as arm strength and some of the other things. But overall, I, it just fit well. And I think Raider fans, even some of those that weren't exactly excited that they were bringing in a bridge quarterback, said, wow, okay, if he can do that every game and free up uh, the opportunity to, to make some first downs when, when those weapons aren't open, we'll take that. We'll take that for now. You seem to really like Jacoby Myers, too. Jacoby was cooking. <laughs> <laughs> he was cooking the entire game, and that, 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 that's a connection. You always wonder what a new quarterback, like we saw it in San Francisco, you know, Brock Purdy and Brandon Ayuk had a strong connection here uh, this week, and it felt like Jimmy, you know, even with Devontae Adams on the roster, at least for a week, he found his guy in Jacoby. Yeah, and they, they had some of that, too, uh, in, in camp and in the preseason. And and I think I think that's good. For whatever reason, there always seems to be that one guy that clicks with the quarterback. Now, of course, you'd like it to be Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams only a couple receptions behind, yeah. actually, Jacoby Myers. So he was finding Devontae Adams. But Jacoby Myers brings a whole new element to the position. You know, brought in, you thought he was going to be a slot guy. I think he only played in the slot three three plays against Denver. But but he adds a different target, a different uh, body, a different guy who can get out there, run routes crisply, but also create plays and go for contested balls, which he did a couple times as well. So so yeah, I think it's good. It just goes to show you the Raiders have added to that wide receiver room, which is pretty talented. Now they didn't exactly light it up on offense; they had trouble uh, getting out of the defense. Had a little bit of trouble, came on strong in the second half. So they didn't have the opportunity to possess the ball that much. But when they did, they were efficient. They scored. And guess what? They they outscored the other team. And in the NFL, that's the goal. Yeah. What did you think about that defense, man? They, they you know, wasn't always pretty, but they they got the job done. Kept Denver uh, and Sean Payton and the, the, the offensive genius. And he, he was going to come and change everything. And Nathaniel Hackett couldn't get it done. Worst coaching job ever. He didn't have no answers for that Raiders defense. <laughs> All right. What do you think about the he, defense? He didn't, and they and they Casey they struggled early. I think, um, and and overall in the game, not great on the pass rush, especially coming from the middle. Mm. And so you look at that, and and I think a lot of fans get caught up in that. Well, they didn't do this, they did that, but guess what happened when the game was on the line. Right, they held. Yeah. They held on the big third down uh, when Divine Diablo knocked the ball down in coverage as a linebacker and held Denver to a field goal. Those types of plays—that's where it matters. What happens in the first quarter when somebody misses an assignment? It can matter. Yes, I'm not saying you don't want better overall performance from your defense, but when the game's on the line and it comes down to crunch time and you have those halftime adjustments, to me, that's where you start to see the moxie of a team. And we saw that defense now. They have a lot of work on. They have to get better at safety. Both Marcus Epps, Trayvon Merrick were not good all day. Uh, And now they're going to go to Buffalo, an angry Buffalo team who lost to the Jets without their quarterback and all that stuff. So they're going to have to get better. It's a week-by-week league. They got to get better between week one and week two and go out to Buffalo. Can they win the game? We'll see. But at the same time, you just want to see progress happen with a defense that's been turned over from a year ago. You're talking about progress, Scott. I'm guessing one thing Josh McDaniels and all of his coaches are talking about here in in in, in the film room is 
You've got to chill out with these penalties, man. I know that that's <laughs> something that's followed the Raiders seemingly for yeah. eternity. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Well, this Since team, the merger. this team isn't as talented as some of those other Raiders teams. You can't have, uh, as was noted during the broadcast, an entire football field worth of penalties uh, like right. they had on Sunday. Yeah, and that was part of the problem. I mean, some of those, two of those penalties, you have to look at as turnovers. Because roughing the punter now, okay, oh, you're being man. aggressive yeah. and stuff happens, but you were getting the ball back, and now what? You give the you give the Broncos a first down, and they keep the ball. Yeah. So, so that's why the the Raiders were limited on offensive possessions because of the defensive penalties. They had the one penalty on the first touchdown by Jacoby Myers, which was a taunting penalty, and the rest of them were all defensive penalties. Uh, some in coverage, you're going to understand. You're going to understand that you had Jacorian Bennett, the, the young cornerback who I think is going to be stellar in this league. He struggled at first, and he got caught on a route, and he, gra- he got grabby on it. And guess what happened? He got beat for a touchdown. That happens with a rookie. I mean, it's hard, especially with defensive backs, getting into the NFL, covering these wide receivers, even Denver's wide receiver core, which was incredibly depleted. It's like, welcome to the league, Rook. You know, things are a lot faster here. And even though you're going up against your your teammates in practice, it's much different inside the scope of an NFL game. So they got to get better. Uh, but I think the progress there overall and and with penalties, I mean, that's just ridiculous. They, they did pretty well with it last year at times. Uh, and clearly the discipline on the defensive side of the ball has got to get better uh, between now and Sunday. That was a good win on Sunday. Yeah. I, I think a little bit more of the Broncos than than you guys do. And going into their place with um, – they were really amped up to try and win that game and start that Sean Payton era off the, a certain way. Too bad. Uh, to, go out, to go in there and gut one out, I thought that was a, a really good win by the Raiders on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, and, and listen, that, that Denver team is not bad. As you said, the defense is very good. And I think you saw some of that too. That's why the Raiders had trouble. They could, they, they pass blocked really well. They did not give up a sack to that Denver front line, which was pretty incredible if you ask me, but from a run blocking standpoint, Raiders didn't do too well because they were being too disruptive up up front. uh, Denver's defense was. So I think, yeah, you got to give credit to them as well. And then Russell Wilson had moments, but Russell Wilson also delivering the ball late. He just, he doesn't seem like he's there yet. Uh, Again, I've always told you guys, I like Russell Wilson. So I I like to see him do well, Uh, but we'll see, we'll see what happens in week two. Maybe he just needed a, a, a game to get out there and get the rust off. I like Russell Wilson too. I don't like Sean Payton. Yeah, and if Russell <laughs> fails, he fails. Yeah. It's whatever. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the hey. It's <laughs> not, a meritocracy, the league, right? Not our it's problem. Whatever. I won't cry for him, Argentina. It's, it's whatever. <laughs> Scott, great stuff as always. Really enjoyed the uh, reaction show uh, that you guys did over on Silver and Black today. That is much must watch, must listen uh, if you're a Raider fan, man. We appreciate you as always, sir. All right, D-Lo, KC, I appreciate you guys. Have a good rest of your week. We'll talk to you next week.